0: all right welcome to the effects sleep i'm diaz i'm scott we're keeping the
1: we're, we're keep- keeping the <laughs> you
0: in the effect <laughs> yeah. yeah we are <laughs>
1: There aren't any U's in effects.
0: Dang it, there's really not. Well, community, there's a U in community and guitar. No,
1: you're wrong, man. It's spelled L-U-P-E. <laughs> loop. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh. <clears throat> this episode is brought to you by listeners like you. If you want to join the group of listeners like you, you well they're not like you if you're not giving us money it's listeners that are better than you you know how so much i wanted... wish
1: this episode was sponsored by grammarly right now or like one of those plugins oh my
0: gosh yeah, yeah. all right so the, really this episode's brought to you by better people than you if you're not giving us money you can be a better person by giving us money at patreon.com slash the effects loop we won't be mad we promise
1: current features of the effects loop podcast uh upper tier is you help to you get to help scott's shopper couch
0: um. Yeah, and you get to see Diaz's Uber Eats earnings <laughs> for some reason. I don't know why I felt the need to share that. I was just kind of excited. Um, because well, that leads into our what's new. So for me, what's new? I finally placed my order with uh, BTPA. Yeah. And, um. So I ordered, and so I didn't respond in our chat because there's a chat room if you join the Patreon group. Um. I ordered forty feet of cable for my solderless That's ends so that much. I have. Well, the, I don't want to have to place an order again.
1: Yeah, I I I mean, what is it like 50 cents a foot?
0: Oh no, it was like uh well, it was like 40 something cents a foot.
1: Yeah, and so and then it's another like $10 to do another round of shipping.
0: Right. If you think so, of like, it
1: that way, so you're just like, well,
0: I'll well, and I I w- never
1: have to ship again or you can recut and recut and recut.
0: Right. And that that's kind of my thought is well, cuz usually I'll I'll use the longer pieces and I'll cut those down. Mm-hmm. But like at some point you have to have long pieces again. So that's, I've got like, I've got a bunch of ends I and mean, that's whole thing is I keep finding like small cables where I've connected two pedals that are like right next to each other. I'm like, I'm never gonna be able to use that again. And mm-hmm. so I just ordered a bunch of cable. I ordered 10 ends so I can make five new cables. Um, And that should cover my entire board or close to it. Uh I've got, right now I could cable up my board, but I'd be mixing and matching. And I really just wanna knock it out with all of the same. Cause I use the GH plugs, which are phenomenal. And um, Because I bought those from a company that's now defunct that's going to be part of the topic. Foreshadowing. And then um, also, oh, more foreshadowing. I got a Batman head or mask that holds popcorn.
1: I I believe the correct term is cowl.
0: It is No, actually, the correct term is it is a popcorn vessel.
1: You're a popcorn is, vessel.
0: Oh heck yeah! So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna fill up with water and see if I'll hold water because I'm gonna use the cereal while I watch Batman cartoons. I want to watch the Batman animated series and eat cereal out of Batman's head. But yeah, um, so that's gonna uh, kind of throw on. Uh, keep your eye out. We're gonna drop a bonus episode here. I think the bonus Scott...
1: episode's coming out first.
0: Um, no, let's wait
1: tease them no we're gonna jump on all the hype get really early on
0: okay what's today monday oh, we could drop it tonight and bump our numbers up for this week yeah okay fine play the numbers game General, Take that
1: pod bean actually when i accidentally release episodes on mondays they always do about 20 percent better
0: and then we always have a pickup on wednesday where most people expect to download that day yeah which is always nice um. All right, uh, Scott. What's new with you?
1: Uh. So I got some new stuff in the mail here. Um. Wait. Did it come already? It's. I don't know. It could be at don't my s- door because I'm wearing headphones, so I wouldn't hear him knock. But. Oh yeah, um, you
0: got the good headphones. I can still hear them knocking. Yeah,
1: actually, I need to buy a new pair. All right. I need to. I need to figure that side out. I might be buying a new pair of headphones. Okay. Um. Because I'm returning to an office next week, so. The, yeah. Well, the pair, you didn't... Headphones, the pair of headphones that I'm wearing right now used to be my
0: desk headphones. Well, I thought work. you maybe you started today because you didn't respond to my text, and then it was just miscommunication.
1: Uh, I I did a little like I I did all my tax forms and HR stuff today, but I'm um, which I also like that they didn't make me spend my entire first day doing that crap. Um, let me do it in advance. But um, yeah, uh, I start next week Monday.
0: That's awesome, dude. Yeah,
1: looking forward to this new gig not announcing it yet but yeah well i
0: mean i'm pretty sure that the Mail strip club action in chicago is pretty good you'll do good i'm proud of you
1: yeah i'm kind of a halfway in between patrick swayze and chris farley so it'll work out
0: oh we call that a mid tuck <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that was way <laughs>
2: Fuck.
0: oh my gosh i oh sorry wow i just like clipped um yeah so I- i've been on it today i've been like really quick witted and it's blowing my mind it's you know yeah so the,
1: the thing's coming um i got locking tuners for my silver sky i'm definitely keeping it the se
0: yeah yes. you've got an se
1: yeah so i i there was a guy selling a used set from the american and they're dropping
0: what
1: yeah so ian <laughs> no, not saying. ian um <laughs> i played my silver sky at church yesterday it sounded great what
0: is, what is, what would they put on there instead
1: they have like the same tuner keys so it's that like grade plastic
0: um, no, no, but like I'm wondering what they considered an upgrade.
1: Oh, um,
0: maybe PRS know. style, like the actual, the, these, like the, are, these uh, are
1: actual PRS ones. So the PRS actually sells those locking tuners. You can okay. buy them, they're new, they're 200 bucks, which is too uh, much considering but that's what came full, on the
0: PRS one, right?
1: That comes on the, the, the full fledged, yeah.
0: <sighs> but no, I'm, I'm curious what the guy replaced it with, though.
1: I, I'm wondering, did he just buy a set and then go, well, I'm not going to do it?
0: Oh, for his, like, SE or something? Maybe. Okay.
1: Maybe. But, yeah, they're, they're the same buttons on the SE. They're just non-locking. So. Do
0: these Are these the ones that show the gears on the back? The sprockets?
1: No, they're closed. They look like clousands. Okay.
0: okay. I like the ones that show the sprockets. Yeah, the that's that's, a, that's more they're.
1: of a Martin thing, isn't it? Or I guess... No, PRS oh, does that there was on a-, a lot of their... There was an era of PRS ones that did that, yeah.
0: I think they still do. I think a lot of them still do.
1: I don't think my CE has exposed gears.
0: No, no, real ones. My
1: CE is a real I gear. Just, I was just
0: kidding. I was just trying to make your eye twitch a little bit. So you get for making me wait. No one puts baby in a corner. All right. <laughs> what else is this? What, is what did I
1: make you wait on? Oh, recording today?
0: He, all right hold on really quick i honestly i thought we had chris back for a second um because so, so God, I, i'm sorry chris i, I knew just that. took that personally too <laughs> good so <laughs> so granted scott texted me last night it was nine o'clock my time which i'm asleep um he said how's this week looking he's debating on going to show tomorrow night which is tuesday night so i text him at seven o'clock my time this morning which is six o'clock his i knew he'd have his like uh alarm off and i was like i'm free today starting around three my time so 955 my time, 855 his. I'm like, okay, I know he's up. And I was like, I have to donate plasma and try to deliver some. So just let me know when you were free. 428 PM my time. Shoot, somehow I missed this note. I've been waiting to hear from you all day.
1: <laughs> well, so so one of the things I've been actually experiencing while I'm not working, so I you know how the <coughs> iPhone now has that like work. Turn code? off
0: notification. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I don't remember your text ever actually coming in and I don't remember ever reading it. But like, no, I, I, I had a few of those today where it was just like someone left me a voicemail and I'm like, wait, my phone didn't even ring. You know, yeah. that I had a few of those, so.
0: No, 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 it's fine. I was just like, whenever you sent that, I was just like, oh, so so what's new with Diaz as well is Diaz started doing Uber Eats to supplement his income. Uh, Cause Diaz, I like delivering food. So, I mean, for a while, like I, I worked at Pizza Hut for like six years. And I mean, I, I moved up to general manager, but I started there as a driver and i absolutely love delivering because it's just kind of driving around and it helps with my road rage because i get to express it a lot more which i don't know if that's good for my road rage but like yeah i'm cussing Uh out grannies, giving the middle finger
1: see i I could see i like i i've never done delivery as as a job but i can see it like if that's not your primary income it's just side income being actually a pretty relaxing job
0: well the best part is so here's the deal with all this. So one thing I've been kind of, I actually my next therapy session, we're gonna be discussing where I'm always the boss. You know what I mean? Like I've just, mm-hmm. I'm always in, my brain's always in boss mode and we're gonna kind of dive into that. And, and cause I I don't like that because it, it can affect me outside of work where it's hard for me to shut that off because yeah. my brain works where if I think, or well, actually I know my brain, I. I personally I know the best way to do things I will not budge and I'll get pissed off if, if we don't do it my way granted 95% of the time I'm right when I get like that but we're gonna kind of dive into that but the best part about this is with Uber Eats I don't have to worry about I'm barely I'm, I'm dealing with customers very little because a lot of people are just having door delivery so I just find the place drop it off take a picture leave bam make money mm-hmm. Um. hmm Every once in a while, I've had I've had a couple stupid things. So uh, the, Scott did a poll. I'm in Facebook jail right now. So Scott uh, did a poll, and everyone wanted me to complain about Burger King customers. But actually, I'm going to kind of go on about Uber Eats for a minute. Um, so uh, like, uh, I don't really deal with customers except for whenever they do stupid stuff. Like they they have it set to be delivered somewhere else, but in the notes they give you a different address, and you're like, that's on the other side of the city, and I'm in Knoxville, which is a big city. I have to call them, and I'm like, yeah, you've got this set up. Like I'm going. 25 minute drive like i'm not delivering this then you have to deal with customers during that but like very rarely and and then my favorite thing is whenever i get really weird orders yesterday i delivered three cups of ice from sonic to the hotel two doors down from the sonic like literally there's the sonic how much is a cup
1: of ice at sonic
0: i don't know so i don't it's more expensive with uber eats so i mean i run a burger king our prices for uber eats are up 20 percent
1: like just you, right out the bat,
0: right off the bat.
1: Oh, well, you you do order. that because Uber Eats takes a cut of that
0: price. Right. right. So we increase our price, so Uber Eats can take their cut. Yeah. And it goes, and we make our same amount of money, or maybe or a little bit more. I think but,
1: technically that's a. Oh, I don't know. Like it, it for a while it was illegal to charge different prices to different customers, for various reasons. Um, and there's all these loopholes around. I don't know the exact law. On so
0: that. the 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 loophole is the fact that our menu. Because it, it's it, a lot of it. I think one of the arguments is advertised pricing,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, but we give the price to Uber Eats and they advertise the, the price. Mm. So that's where the that's where we kind of get away with it. Mm. But the you know the whole thing is is like I delivered three cups of ice. Literally, there's a Sonic, there's a Bojangles, which is a chicken place, and then there's this trashy hotel.
1: And the trashy hotel clearly doesn't have an ice maker. Um, or do you just not trust the ice maker? Actually, a lot of Hotels closed their ice makers during COVID, so maybe it's just not that. I'm pretty
0: sure that they were messed up (laughs) because they had me leave it at the door, and they even messaged me, leave it at the door, which the note said, leave it at the door, and even and there was a do not disturb sign on the door, and it's like, I think they want me to leave it at the door. And I told you that? I mean, but I drove like 30 seconds, and I made like $3.27, then I went right back to the Sonic and took another delivery, made like 13 bucks off that. So
1: Do you just like hang out at a restaurant waiting to get an order or do they send you to the restaurant?
0: Um, so the way it works is when I so I go online, if I if it doesn't have me with a an order, usually I I try to chill somewhere or even then I'll kind of drive around. Like if I know where there's a big cluster of restaurants, I'll start driving towards them to hopefully pick up a delivery there.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. And um so it really depends on just what i'm feeling if i'm tired of if like if it's later in the day and i'm just tired and bored i'll have my switch with me and i'll just sit in my car and wait for a delivery to come through and just play the nintendo switch uh but also so i i pretty much like it's like hey you know do you want this delivery it tells you how much you're going to make pretty much um the the customer can always adjust the tip for up to an hour after the delivery is made and but usually it's pretty spot on telling you how much you're going to make every once in a while you get more i've never gotten less but and uh so you just like hit you say i want i want that delivery you drive to the restaurant wherever it's at and usually they have the order ready or close to ready when you get there i had one delivery i was waiting like 20 minutes for the food and i was about to cancel their order um because that's just a really long time to wait because i don't get paid to wait i just get paid to drive and uh so and then I pick up the food and I take it to their house and I either knock on the door if they want it hand delivered, or there's some, like I've got some apartments where you're not able to get in. They're just like meeting they're like waiting car and I'll just go downstairs. Mm-hmm. And with with the app, it tells them, hey, like get your ass downstairs. They've got eight minutes to get to me. After eight minutes, I cancel oh, the order. That's kind of long. That yeah, it's surprisingly long. I have not had to wait. Um, some people are really stupid though. I deliver it to a lot of college kids and they're um <sighs> Our future's fucked. So, like, uh,
1: no, they're just college age.
0: Okay. If you know that you're not, that the, if you know that without a pass, you're not able to get into the building, how do you expect me to deliver it to your apartment floor four stories up to your door?
1: Uh, do they give you an apartment number that you're supposed to
0: buzz? There's no way to buzz. Doors are all locked. Yeah, it's on them yeah that happens more often and don't forget so this is ut knoxville um i used to run the pizza hut that delivered to ut knoxville yeah. so I, I i mean at least three or four times a night we had canceled orders because especially like the driver would get there call the person they wouldn't answer leave a message wait a few minutes call them again no answer and then by the time the driver already got back dropped off the food and went on another delivery they called like hey where's my order at like yeah dude we tried calling you oh well i didn't hear my phone ring well, you ordered a, a pizza to be delivered. It would make sense to have your phone where you can answer it.
1: Yeah, people are dumb.
0: Yeah. All right. Scott, was there anything new? I know you put that you hate something.
1: Oh, I hate iLock.
0: Uh, that's the thing that, like, with the password and all that to that keeps yeah. all your stuff safe?
1: Yeah, so I've been able to get away with iLock in the cloud for a while, where you just log in to an account and your iLock password stuff is also stored there so like i could hop between my laptop and my computer they just couldn't both have pro tools open at the same time right something like that yeah i uh i got something new recently that is going to require me to use a a real iLock again so i dug out my old one it's broke not working trying to go through replacement services and there are just fee after fee after fee and they basically make you buy a new one and then they're like once you ship your old one back to them they'll uh they'll refund you but they want $30 for their slowest shipping option what for a USB dongle like I'm like they've got a they've got a fun little racket going on where they know they can overcharge you for stuff so it's like 80 bucks to get a replacement is your initial shell out and then I'll keep maybe I might get 50 bucks back after and also that um, at first i was like oh okay that covers my shipping to them and their shipping to me and then they're like no 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 you just have to ship it yourself go find a label so oh, oh my gosh oh well oh well um lock sucks you know it doesn't suck though some new gear news
0: yeah it does not suck
1: especially you're you...
0: really excited about this
1: i am and actually didn't you have one of these for a minute no I thought you got a demo at one point um
0: no i had the acoustic the um the, the trans acoustic oh cool i wanted i wanted a demo of these but i didn't get one
1: yeah i remember they we were talking to anyway yamaha uh has refreshed the yeah. Red star lineup um, including new finishes a few new tiers coming out I coming out the... three tiers and also featuring my the thing I'm actually really excited about chambering
0: yes weight relief so the the big thing with the um ref stars were they were heavy
1: they were quite heavy yeah oh that's my door that yep, there, there you go I just got my uh, package
0: delivered. Uh oh! I know. Right. So, have they announced the prices of these? Are they staying in line with what they already were? I'm guessing a uh, thousand each. The well, element is a so thousand each. Now there's, and... yeah,
1: there's some tiers here. So, a thousand is the <laughs> element, the lower line. The upper lines, um, the the professional comes in at four thousand dollars, which is quite up there. Yeah, sixteen hundred for the standard. So, the element and the standard are actually quite competitively pro- priced in a very competitive market the professional is this, that better be one of the best guitars you all ever play and better have some sweet features on it or something. But um, cause it's, you know, when you're charging more than Gibson, you need to sit there and kind of go, all right, what are you doing that makes this worth it? Yeah. That applies to PRS that applies to Fender that applies to every big name out there.
0: So you're saying Gibson's the gold standard.
1: I would just say Gibson is a line of this is the most expensive factory guitar that I can think of. Yeah. I guess Gretsch might fall into that category too, but. Yeah. um, Gretsch still has sort of like, I don't know. Anyway. But as Mm -hmm. far as like solid body guitars go, three grand for a Les Paul standard, that's kind of the, you know, whoa, you're charging a lot. I guess someone will well actually me about. PRS McCarty's being like 4K or whatever. So the prof- but...
0: the professionals are made in Japan. Yeah. Let's see. Where are the elements made? Inspired by Japanese minimalism. Uh, I don't know. I like... Ooh.
1: So the other fun thing here is <clears throat> um, you've got new finish combinations and... They're still keeping some of the racing stripe aesthetic going on, which is one of the things I also really fell in love with the Revstar over. But now they're doing, how would you describe this burst pattern that's starting to show up on a few of these? It's kind of a top I- to bottom kind of a burst. Whereas I've seen PRS and, and Gibson do a a burst transition, like a three-tiered transition burst where they go from the, the end pin to the neck pocket yeah. this goes from the bottom of the guitar up to the top from a a low medium and light color
0: yeah
2: i don't know
0: it's interesting
1: you've got a competing thought in your head right now and you're trying to figure out how to phrase it aren't you i don't know yeah that's yeah that's that's a yes um So significant Uh, weight relief coming off these things through some unique chambering designs. They actually have some photos of what they do. They're adding dry switching into it. um, So you can do some push-pull stuff. There's left-handed models available. Um, I think that's actually really worth talking about um, that often there aren't a lot of um, left-handed models on guitars. So seeing that come out is is a big deal. Um, You've got P90 loadouts, I believe you've got a few different tailpiece options, Um, and you also have humbucker options. So, I I really hope this is a play It gets the Revstar a little more out there, because I really think this is a great guitar.
0: Yeah, I mean, all the Revstars have been great. i I don't i'm interested by i want to touch them to see about the price point you know what i mean yeah because a thousand is still kind of i mean a thousand for a yamaha it's i mean it's not crazy anymore but it's still i everyone's got to get past the pacifica stuff you know what i mean well
1: i mean the fact that they took their pacifica name and made it a high-end guitar is kind of an interesting thing or at least a mid-tier guitar because we all associate uh, Yamaha Pacifica was the the shop. The, my, my local music shop that I got my first guitar from didn't carry Fender. Right. That's sort of the thought. So pretty cool. I, I There's some good demos out there, too, where the people are going through these whole ranges, going through all the features and whatnot. I think Chris Bucks is really good. Um, so if you're, if you're curious, if you've always seen the aesthetic of this and you're like, I want to check that out or I want to hear what they sound like, you know, go give them a look. Um.
0: Should we move on? Um. Yeah. All right. So, boss takes it. You know, it's funny. We were all waiting for line six to announce something, and boss was just like, "Screw you, guys. I'm gonna do this." So, yeah, boss. By the way,
1: still no line six announcement.
0: Thanks. Who was it, Rhett Scholl? I think so. Who was? Yeah. Thanks, Rhett. I know you're never gonna hear this, so. No, he's, nana not. Nana he's, nana he's
1: an avid listener. We we all know Rhett's just sitting there, tr- you know, lurking in our well, comments, waiting to post on stuff. Well,
0: well Rhett, then nana nana boo boo, stick your head in doo doo. Um, yeah. Boss comes out with the GX100, uh, which seems like Boss is just putting all the same stuff in a different container now. But this one has, is that a touch screen or is it just a bigger screen? Yes,
1: it is a full color touchscreen.
0: So yeah, this is pretty much. So boss is definitely taking cue from the head rush. Yep.
1: Well, and remember they have the GX one thousand already.
0: But it didn't have touchscreen, did it?
1: I don't believe it did. No, but I it don't was the beginning so. of like the AIRD um,
0: technology. Yeah, the augmented impulse response. Yeah.
1: Yep. Um, so it's it's cool seeing that the the, the let's call it the trickle down. Of that technology to a more affordable $600 platform.
0: Yeah. MIDI
1: in and out. Um, it's not an HX stomp, meaning it doesn't, it has more than three <clears throat> buttons. It has five. Um,
0: That's definitely more than three.
1: Five plus a tuner and bank up and down. Uh, you got a full volume expression pedal. You've got the knobs. You got the color touchscreen.
0: Like, but this you know what it a, doesn't have What doesn't if it had this scribble have? if it had scribble scripts i'd buy one
2: i like the scribble scripts
0: more people should do scribble scripts
1: i think that's just the flagship uh helix
0: i know i know but it's genius because like the problem is is i don't have time to remember what what three is on this preset and even though like you can see that screen over there i'm getting older i don't want to have to squint hmm where i'm tall i have a longer distance to look I'm taller than you Okay and do you have them or what? Well you've got the quad cortex the Quad cortex but... has
1: the If you swipe up from the bottom It just has eight big squares That tell you what all the pedals are Okay So But doesn't have scribble scripts It just has the one big screen Which is yeah. significantly bigger than this one On on this boss um, And it it's good enough I also play it in stomp mode so often that I already know. I'm, I'm, I'm either in stop mode or I'm in scene mode. So I'm either literally going left to right, like A, B, C, D, E, F, G.
0: Do, doesn't the HX effects, it doesn't have, it, I don't think that has scribble scripts, but I think it does, or it kind of like does. Hold on one second. You had an
1: effects at one point.
0: I know. I can't remember. I've slept since then and smoked marijuana cigarettes, sir. It does have scribble scripts. Right, there
1: you go. So um, you can load your own IRs into it. You can also use it as an audio interface through the USB. I think this is finally that value price point and feature set that I would expect from Boss in this type of market. Okay. So I hope this does well. Um, I mean, one of the other big things that kind of held back the GX 1000 just simply wasn't how it sounded. It was the whole, when people looked at the amps, they were like, it's not a matchless it's hot lead. Or, you know, they had very generic naming things for a lot of their stuff. Yeah. And people wanted brand names and they want those associations. And even when they're like tongue in cheek names, like what line six does, right. with was like the air apparent is Prince of Tone you know those kind of types of things yeah so anyway sounds there check it out
0: well how much was this again
1: six hundred dollars oh
0: that's that's really good
1: yeah that's, that's what i'm trying to say to you buddy yeah so it's uh i'm
0: not i never once like knocked i was like excited you, about it, especially the touch it i just
1: i just never got you engaged You've, well, just
0: been, you've been somewhere else. I'm tired. I'm oh, I, I've been I've been in ill mood all day. So yeah, and, uh, and like my I'm just I, my brain's over here. Uh, all right, so Gretsch's electromatic classic revamps the '50s era models with new filter trons.
1: Yep, they got a 12 string.
0: <sighs> yeah, I do like the 12 string. I I like you know what the biggest issue with with Gretsch. On their lower tiers the g50 the g5s usually um is the pickups yeah I, like I, I i don't know how many times you see people that are like oh the best was this guy was complaining about his pickups but people were like, you should adjust the height and we're all like no they just effing suck <laughs> like they really do they were not great
1: yeah those ones aren't i mean that <laughs> i don't want to put tv jones out of business because they make so much money selling replacement pickups For this product line, Um,
0: so these are all nine hundred dollars, eight hundred dollars. So there's um, the G fifty four twenty T is eight hundred dollars, and the other two, the twelve, the twelve string, and the um, TG are nine hundred. I mean, so this is right in their normal price range.
1: Yeah, they're also licensed Bigsby's at that point. Or they're they're not like when when you say licensed like if you look at the product numbers if it's a single digit it's U.S. made it's cast or yeah. whatever and a, yeah. if it's like a double digit number it's Far East made so this is a B sixty okay so um it, so people complain about the spring on that probably yeah but, I mean th- these are fun these are a very popular model um particularly the um, The TG shape is the one I like uh, because I like that orange. Um,
0: I've always loved that orange. I I had a G54 or what was it? The G3161, which is a historic series, which was not historically accurate at all, um, which is why Fender nixed it. But um, I love that the Gretsch orange, but I don't know some of the, the my I, I have a problem with hollow body guitars just because i'm such a big guy and i've got a gut and then you got a hollow body sticking out even farther and i'm just like no
1: i just feel like i'm playing an acoustic guitar when i play the hollow body that i have like it's just it's was, a different I, dynamic of playing guitar. i can't
0: i can't wait for my gut to get big enough where it pops the guitar slightly upward so it looks like i could be playing slide <laughs> excited, excited. <laughs> Goal, goals. goals in life. <laughs> Honestly, though, I like the twelve string. I, I would get the twelve string because uh, I feel like
1: that sound with the twelve string I think would work really well. I I don't yeah. I don't associate Gretsch with twelve strings though.
0: Uh, I believe the Beatles used some twelve string Gretches. I could be wrong.
1: Are you sure you're not thinking of Rickenbackers? Oh fuck. Because I associate Beatles with R- Rickenbackers, not with Gretches.
0: Um, so George Harrison apparently did play one at one point. Oh. Um. But yeah, it is Rickenbacker. Frick.
1: Once in a while, I think about buying a George Harrison telly just as an investment piece.
0: The Rosewood one?
1: Yeah. Oh, it looks so good. Yeah.
0: Hmm sorry oh it's so good yeah
1: you know what doesn't look so good
0: oh 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 tell me
1: uh there's been some drama
0: in, in the, the
1: guitar f- community
0: um yeah so we're keeping you in the loop on this because l-u-p-e uh, loop 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 <laughs> jo- jo- Lu- zfx lupe season <laughs> <laughs> si, senor, zfx lupe Keeping you in the loop. That's
1: the second Spanish, second week in a row we've made dumb Spanish jokes because we had the the essay comments last week.
0: Listen, my last name is Diaz. It's okay, everybody. So put that, don't write any letters because we're not going to read them. All right. Uh, so, yeah. Um, this drama is close to my heart. Uh, Scott is more. Um, off in the distance, but he did get in. He, I, this, I, I would he, say I, we're both
1: well connected. We're to involved on the sides, different on, on all levels of this.
0: You're closer to the to you're closer to one end. I'm closer. Well, was closer to the other. But all right, so um, some news during came out last summer week. Nam. Yeah, so during summer Nam, uh, we got to hang out with Chaos. Was it Chaos Audio? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're coming out with a pedal that uh, Scott. You were very. Uh, we were both pretty intrigued by and excited by uh it's a, a a pedal that um you can do different effects all this stuff and it's the big thing is that's really cool is that it's open source and um uh, you could you scott you can probably describe it a lot better well, than i could
1: well so we're not going to pull the episode so we actually okay. did a i did a full interview with landon you the ceo of that company and um he talked a bit about his platform and some of his goals and i can't remember exactly what he's talked about on air versus off air with us but the goal was actually they're they're more looking at their pedal as a platform mm-hmm. to eventually in their launching the app whenever um to allow other people to develop things for their pedal right and so they're hoping like um
0: and i think they even talked about like those people could like i don't know if they could like they create, can sell it i yeah, yeah, they're creating a marketplace.
1: Yeah. That's um, what they were doing. And so naturally everyone at that time, the Wampler Terraform had already been out mm-hmm. for about a year. And then Wampler actually put out a plugin that you yeah. can buy for your like audio interface. So you can just run the Terraform's algorithms in your interface without even having the pedal. So there was an idea of like, well, shoot, they've already coded all that stuff. Get in this. Mm-hmm. Um, or I think there's a lot of, it, it's not really a secret, and I don't think it's a dirty secret, that there's a lot of pedals out there that if you all open them up, they're basically the same pedal. They're all running off a spin chip uh, or the shark chip. Um, so there's two DSP chips that are out there that almost every guitar pedal that's digital runs on. And that it, it's a lot of the pedal design is um, actually programming or coming up with in that programming language, whatever. And so um, the idea would be you port your stuff over to this platform. Anyway, so we've met Chaos Audio. We've interviewed them. We've done a uh, a segment where we talked about their brand and what they're doing. They're, they are a fairly mm-hmm. unique company because they're, they're college students that got involved in a venture capital sort of thing, development program through their university, and that's how they're launching the, the company. So it's not three guys in their garage selling stuff on ebay until they get a brand together which is the old model um or the the model we're used to seeing people come up on um but uh last week some not so favorable news kind of came up about them
0: yeah um our friend uh, i will say a friend of the show uh a long time friend of the show past contributor uh, to the show um beautiful human being um albie um who is an ex-employee of uh, the now-defunct Gear Supply Company. Um, And then he went and worked at Sinusoid for a while. Um, He uh, posted some information that Chaos Audio uh, onboarded Josh Coturba, who was the founder, CEO, head honcho of Gear Supply Company, which stole a lot of money from a lot of people. And... um, yeah so it was kind of brought up uh and i had very uh strong feelings about it right away discussed it in our chat room if once again patreon.com slash the effects loop you can believe it's five dollars or more a month you can listen to dia's complain about stuff in a chat room um i was i, I really didn't complain i really was like I, it was kind of a discussion with scott with uh <laughs> lookers um people ongoingly are, are watching us uh and pretty much i said you know i, I really want to write an email to these guys uh because the big thing is, is you know we we like these guys they seem very nice very genuinely um excited to get into this market that we absolutely love, and I feel like, for me, and I, I I'm not speaking for Scott, but I, I cherish this because. Just a few years ago, we were. I was just a guitar player, who loved toys, and, now I feel like we've been accepted into this community that I, you know, years ago I was looking from the outside in, and I've I've made a lot of good friends, a lot of people I've got to meet and spend time with that I've cherished, and so i i really um you know i don't like seeing my friends fucked over it's a big thing um and i was friends with a lot of the guys that worked at gear supply i mean i spent time with them i taught albert was the albert was the one that i probably communicated with the most um and i communica- communicated quite a bit with josh as well i mean i i helped whenever they had new products launching i got to mess with them uh the, the gear you were supply in one of their light- ad
1: campaigns weren't you
0: I was for the light drive, um, yeah. which I own five of. And you know, and that's when people ask why the time I own it, and a lot of it is it, I like the drive pedal and it's just, a, it's got a weird place in my brain where I see one and I want it. And I, I wanna, c- it's like Pokemon, gotta catch them all. Um, and- uh, <laughs>
1: Unlike Pokemon, there's less than 150 of them. Oh,
0: that's true. And you know, the worst part is I know where two of them are and they, I can't get them to give them up. Um, i i mean i've even offered like besides trades I'm, I'm like you want you want monies i'll give you monies for them but um you don't have yeah money. well why do you think i'm doing uber Eats? collect all the gears apply co <laughs> light drives um but the
1: we need to have a discussion I, at some point about your aspirations in life
0: and <laughs> goal setting yeah well <laughs> i'm setting unobtainable goals <laughs> <Just collect>. that's <laughs> the problem uh but yeah so i pretty much i saw that i saw that josh was working for the company and my brain went fuck this is not gonna be good for these guys so i drafted up an email scott polished the turd that was the email added some stuff took some stuff out um and we we collectively sent an email uh then scott actually got a phone call and spoke with them spoke with landon right uh
1: yeah so um I think some of that conversation just should stay private no, that's just fine. because, uh, you know, I I didn't tell them I was going to announce anything or talk about Like, this is this is an off-the-cuff kind of discussion right now. Um,
0: Scott's like, shut the—yeah, if at any point I need to just shut up, you can tell me to. Well, I mean, when it comes I mean, to— like- I
1: mean, by, by I mean, what standard we- should you just shut up? I mean, we passed that a long time ago.
0: Yeah, episode two. <laughs> Uh, it might have been sooner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was the episode of Carter's Talk's tone that became the effects loop.
1: Now, so yeah, um, you know, be, because we had a relationship, they called me and went, "Hey, what's going on?" You know, because that that was the largely the intent. We just kind of sent them, "Hey, do you guys know, like, one, just <laughs> heads up, th- there's a post going on. Yeah. There's gonna be some bad press. Um, be ready." And for the fallout of this and also do you know what you're doing um
0: that answer will be that question will be answered in a few minutes
1: yeah um so we had a, we had a bit of a talk about what that means what the baggage of gear supply is and how being associated with it and by taking that on what that looks like um uh and then we d- we discussed a few possible like well what 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 could and should we do and i gave them my personal opinion and i gave him my professional opinion which i won't share because people have like weird expectations of that um not that i necessarily think a ton of people are like looking for ammo on them and listen to this but i gave them some advice and i also recommended they they speak with some people that are in similar situations um and, and offered to connect them and then did connect them with said professionals because you know the guitar community is actually very collaborative there's a lot of people who are freelancing and and working with a lot of different people and i mean not that we do demo work that's been kind of something you and i have talked about a few times where we're like i don't really want to do it and i don't want to be there we are still part of the influencer network that that would be from a marketing standpoint that would be what you and i are and what this podcast is sorry to drop the curtain there. Or, pull the curtain aside there but that that is what we are Um, if we really wanted to monetize that and things like that that would be part of this Um, do you want diaz to talk about your product hell no then send us 50 dollars. rlt will that's what we call an extortion racket oh (laughs) oh, no we i'm just kidding we can't do i listen and then we can can loan money to desperate people with like a vig on it like we're just going to be the mob
0: i i've heard i've heard those words on law and order before so we're not going to do that all right that Uh, that's a that's my stance on these things if i've heard it on law and order i'm not going to do that yeah
1: so anyway that's that's my level of involvement um I'm, I'm not taking an yeah. official stance and i mean i've talked to them about collaborating looking at a beta model uh, a beta test model and things like that um i haven't joined the pre-order list but it's a product i'm really interested in toy- playing with um, um so yeah on a product level i'm really interested in them on it on a personal level what they are in terms of you know 20 something young 20 somethings trying to start a company in a in an incubator and try to do a guitar pedal and do kind of a different guitar pedal that i know there's been a few attempts at a very similar thing but this one it has a unique feel and is kind of that i mean what it is um i, I have some investment in there and just in terms of just personal investment and what i i'm excited to see but man i still have some baggage with gear supply and i barely have baggage with gear supply compared to some people you know i just have late orders like they actually fulfilled all the orders i made for them but uh, there were some that i was waiting months and not expecting to get anything from them you know so um i imagine for particularly our close community because gear supply was a very uh personal brand for a lot of us i still use gear supply stuff you do too um, my my favorite strap was a Gear Supply company strap. I have cables from them. I have, um, what else do I have from them? Strap locks. I still have. I I have a pick tin on what on my Quad Cortex board that actually was the container that my strap locks came in from uh, Gear Supply. There's a big old Jamie Davis sticker on top of it to cover up the Gear Supply logo, but it's still there. You know. Yeah. I still have the gear supply hat. I throw that on once in a while to see if anyone notices it. Um, most people think it's a Gatorade logo, but <laughs> nevertheless, uh, we wear it. Um, and then we all have friends. Like, you and I are both friends with Albert. We we love that guy. We want to see that guy succeed in life. And he got, he got screwed over for working hard at a job.
0: And you know what? Here's the thing. He was when it came to like publicity he was a guy who was he the was face. the
1: face of that brand
0: yeah. yeah and uh yeah it's just really all right some we're gonna i'm starting my personal views on this are not that of the effects loop brand okay
1: well <sighs> the the effects Loop brands official stances were not taking a, a stand one way or the other
0: correct correct and that's, the individual
1: hosts will well what we want to show is that there's a range of opinions <clears throat> to this Mm-hmm. Um, but we're not, no one, actually no one's sitting there saying, yeah, Josh Kuterba is a good guy and everyone should support him. <laughs> that is not I, our I, stance. I, I feel, you know?
0: I feel our, 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 all right. So the here's my viewpoint. Uh, first of all, I'm highly disappointed in chaos audio for the way that they've handled this with their responses to people. It's been very, um, people Can't. are like, Hey,
1: they're, <sighs> they're giving a PR canned answer, which I'm and, probably being a little more okay with just because. I've been in that position where I'm not allowed to answer on a corporate level and I'm having PR or legal draft my responses. <laughs> I've been in that seat. It sucks.
0: Yeah. Well, here's the deal. Yeah. Um There's still not I great will not, answers.
1: Huh? There's still not great answers. I'm not affirming them.
0: I will not do business with any company that has Josh Koturba on any sort of it has anything to do with him.
1: I will buy groceries at a store that has him bagging them
0: um no because that's gonna fall through too and i want my
2: <laughs>
1: make him no. double bag it
0: <laughs> triple bag it bitch um but like he uh, put cans on top of my bread no deal
1: <sighs> sorry my first job was bagging groceries it's still a personal
0: thing no no but like uh it here i'm i'm highly disappointed in chaos audio for the response to this um because here's the deal and what we've Scott and I will debate on this um All right. Well, I don't think we'll debate on it. Here's my idea: Uh, they're really dealing. They're really treating. They're being dismissive to their the market they're trying to break into. Granted, you know, not every guitar player is has been screwed over by Gear Supply Co. But the the guitar people, the people who play guitar, and the people who are involved in the guitar world that do kickstarters indiegogo's um for products like this do usually float around near our circles um and it's i mean really
1: gear supply has left a awful stain on kickstarter for me
0: i mean gear supply co is the skid mark on the underwear of the online campaign like those crowdfunding campaigns
1: i mean i've seen them in other industries that are really bad too yeah it's
0: happened but this is the industry that's close to our heart and that we've seen
1: yeah yeah so i don't do crowdfunding i don't know about you if you've done a crowdfunding thing since gear supply i don't think i have anything i've crowdfunded has never actually gone that well um i have a french press that i crowdfunded and I know I was one of the customers that actually got one and it broke. Like it was not up to the count the, the quality that they said that it was going to be. Um, and I I remember being on the forums and like the the chat board like because it was it was like two years late and tons of people didn't get their orders on that one either. Because there's always unforeseen costs, there's all these kind of things, and that is kind of the thing about like the business model of a Kickstarter is often we don't have any capital or we already we already put our own capital into it. So often whoever's the main owner of the company or whatever already put fifty to hundred to two hundred thousand dollars of their own money trying to get a product off the ground, but they can't get any venture capital or anybody else in on it. So they go to the crowdsourcing model so that they're not accountable mm-hmm. to anybody. Um, if you guys watch Shark Tank a lot, that's actually a lot of those kind of people that were coming on it. They're sometimes in a similar position, but they already got turned down by cap venture capital. Um, and then there's unforeseen cost after unforeseen cost after unforeseen cost. And in a business where for us as an often consumer, if you're going to guitar center, and you're buying something, you're buying something that's already been manufactured. So that cost already captures everything that's there. And it's accurately priced versus the, we're going to fund something. It's going to go off into the ether for a year or two. They're going to figure out production, they're going to finish their prototype, and then they're going to manufacture it. It's, there's so many unforeseen, unknown things.
0: But the but the biggest issue, too, isn't just the, the, the Kickstarter. <laughs> the problem was, was that whenever Gear Supply stopped fulfilling orders...
1: They kept the subscri- subscriptions they, going.
0: They kept subscriptions going, and you weren't able to easily cancel them. Yep that was a big issue people were having to file chargeback claims um they were i mean just so well, much stuff going they on. were
1: running sale after sale after sale out during the spiral too to try to right. fund it, it was pretty clear at that time that they were trying to drive up money to fulfill old orders and i remember at one point they were talking about with the pedals um i mean they they were bottlenecked with the pedals because the guy building them was having personal issues or something like that i think he had a kid during that period of time too there was there was a lot of things going on like it was um these are not excuses these are things that happened um that got in the way of something not happening which was delivering product at the price that was quoted um so i know kickstarters were waiting and then they ran a sale over like black friday or something like that Mm -hmm. and those were getting delivered
0: yeah that was it was kind of crazy
1: so there were sales and people who were like, I'm still waiting on my Kickstarter and you're selling products at a discount to somebody else and those products are moving. There was a lot of just people waiting for something that they've already paid for and not getting it delivered. Period. That didn't that that was not happening. We, we saw it, um, you know, last week I mentioned another company um, in our, you know, good fundraisers discussion, right, with, with, with Sinusoid. There's now a lot of people complaining about Sinusoid not delivering quickly and waiting months or 90 days, or you're seeing a lot of that bad press on them too. And I was pointed out to that by people, Um, you know, so those things happen with different companies and it's never a good sign of the health of the company when those kind of delays exist. And there's a reason why someone like um, let's talk about like analog man, right? Mm -hmm. You're on the King of tone waiting list for years, but the reason we're all okay with that, and we're always telling people to shut up when they complain about the long wait list we are, we're saying, look, you don't have to put any money down. And once you do put down money, he delivers within a, like a week, yeah. you know, so that company's in good health. He's just maintaining a wait list. There's a difference between that and creating a back order log that results in unfulfillment for 90 days, 120 days. Um, and the reason I'm saying those numbers are those tend to key in with, um, like financial things. So like if you're going to cancel an order or products undelivered within a certain amount of time, you're entitled to refunds as part of your payment processing stuff. So there's a, yeah. there's a know your rights side of that, but there's a lot of people who didn't. And there's a lot of people who paid money to pr- for products, a like gear supply company, and they never showed up yeah. ever. And they're still waiting on re- any form of restitution, a yep. refund, a product, an apology, an acknowledgement.
0: That's the whole thing too. He, he he felt the face of the earth. And the worst part was without even acknowledging where he screwed all these people over. He went on other business ventures. And then now he's, he's, we, he, there was a company before this that he worked with. And then now there's this, this, this is a second company in the exact industry that he screwed over. And what type of person besides an, uh, Psychotic narcissistic asshole thinks, "Oh, it's fine." And the worst part is, is the way he talks about himself is ridiculous.
1: Ah, there's a lot of things in that bundle, and there's a lot of things that could be libel. So I don't know if I want to say it.
0: Oh, I don't give a shit. What are they gonna do? <laughs> sue me and get my Uber Eats money? Uh-huh.
1: Oh, oh all that patreon money <laughs> that we yeah. make. oh
0: yeah. Yeah,
1: that, that 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 ten dollars at the end of the year is really going to come up. um yeah there's a lot of um was it you who compared the vibe to the dude from Fire Festival, the Billy whatever his name is?
0: No, it was not me.
1: okay. there's a lot of you get a lot of the the hustle culture speak kind of thing. Which, I mean, okay, so I, I I run around or I did run around in the entrepreneurship circle stuff. Starting yeah. a company is stressful and sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, You and I have been talking about that ever since I've left my last job. I'm a different person than I've been for the last four years and just the last week. Not having to carry the stress of starting a company and try to keep it running right that stress changes you and you make bad decisions (sighs) when you're under that kind of stress and that there's a reason why you see so many opportunities of bad bosses people making really selfish short-term goal decisions with companies they get really defensive about everything they're under an insane amount of stress that makes them make bad decisions because you're in a fight-or-flight mode and you you just can't handle it um on the flip side there's a reaction to that in the culture cultures that exist of leadership cultures if you hang out around a lot of ceos or leaders of companies or you go to those kind of conferences there's so much pat on the back like blow smoke up your butt kind of attitude at the same time to try to counteract that and there's literally industries of just like yes men and people who make you feel important and like you're doing god's work by being a ceo kind of a world too and there's a certain pattern of speak in that 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 is especially the type of I'm starting something I'm this visionary and you should all get on board get on in early kind of stuff yeah that when when the product works they look like a genius and when the product fails there'll be documentaries and everyone discussing about this person being a con man so you look at (laughs) um Elizabeth Holmes is getting a lot of press on that the the Theranos founder There's a lot of deconstruction on her that's out there right now. There's about to be a Hulu series on that. Um, The dude between fire festival. um, And there's all this like hero worship of CEOs anyway. So he is so steeped in that language, in that vibe, in that aesthetic. It's cliche.
0: Yeah. I'm just, I'm really, I'm just disappointed. Um, I feel I from what I understand apparently uh they are supposed to have a, a personal interaction with Albert. Um you know, I'm I'm interested to see how that goes. And and that's a big thing. Like there's just I hire Albert instead. I mean I'm just, I, I would I'd vote for that in a heartbeat. But um uh, it, I mean
1: it, it we talked about this was it last week where we talked about
0: in the Um, face of a brand
1: yeah we're so creator heavy or like um a single person heavy in this industry and josh is one of those personalities in the industry whether we want to a lot of people want to see him exiled for good um he has a personality in the industry and whatever brand he touches or he's associated with his brand goes with it whether by association or whatever it is um if Let's put it out there. We've talked, we, we've t- made com- comparisons. There was a, there has been fraud in our, in the guitar industry on a few different levels. And there's, there's a yeah. personalities or two associated with them. Um, right. there, there are personalities of people being jerks to every single person who writes an email to them. Um, imagine, um, Walrus Audio starts bringing Mike Fuller in as a designer. Mike Fuller's bat baggage. Mike Fuller hasn't screwed anybody out of money, to my knowledge. But
0: Mike, yeah, Mike Fuller's more um, he's a kind jerk. of well, kind of like uh, well, he's a cranky jerk. I, I'm I'm definitely going to use this too, uh, and I'm not comparing them on the same level. Brad Jackson from Jackson Audio, um, he uh, has not been a cordial person a few times. It's been documented, but um, and Mike Mike Fuller's more of a jerk more of the time. But those are more along the lines of just bad personality whenever which is different than screwing people over
1: but there's baggage yeah with there's baggage and there's strength to anybody's brand and you gotta weigh that and you gotta understand how that now affects their brand so if colt suddenly has mike fuller on board this is completely hypothetical right because that's i don't think that's going to happen or watch next week (laughs) there's new knowledge who knows um but there's baggage that comes with that. Now, if gosh, say Mason Marangella is another interesting one with Vertex, because there was actually some fraud, but at the same time there was restitution. So some people have forgiven and some people haven't.
0: So you brought up.
1: I personally don't want anything to do with Vertex, right?
0: Okay, right. And that that's that's understandable. But the the difference is even if Josh Okay, so mason with vertex um he got caught i can't remember if he doubled down on his lie or not
1: he did for a little Um, bit and then finally fessed up okay so he he doubled down he has tons of excuses out there about like oh i never said i was an electrical engineer and you know there's all that kind of stuff
0: yeah he he, i mean he's just like josh he's he knows how to play the words um but
1: That's, that's the mode you get into when you're so when you're desperate and you're trapped you get defensive you start lying that that is that's a human condition
0: or in, in in the you know and they they do the thing where they they choose words that can be uh used different ways or they like they they know they know how to phrase themselves and how to con- construct the sentence to to uh... take have control of the, to have control of the conversation yeah. and to uh lie without lying omit the truth as much as possible
1: well john i have that skill too
0: well i yes but you don't
1: you, <laughs> Remember I wrote that email, I shared it with you, and someone else went, dude, can you write my resumes or stuff like that? Because I can business speak. It's a skill well, you have. But, but
0: the yes, but it but also, Scott, where you, you know I how to turn my... that off. Sometimes, for the most part. Sometimes I'll turn it well, off. Some...
1: I, I, sometimes I know how to fake turn it off where you're disarmed and then I can sneak it back in.
0: I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. You're, you're doing it now. You're double you're you're back talking. All right, listen. So but but the thing is, here's the deal. So Mason, he doubled down on his lie and then he then finally it was just proof it was out there, and he made restitution by refunding or um, what product was the other exchanges. You, I think was something he did too. A product, yes, yes. You could you could exchange or like. Well, yeah,
1: like he, uh, was it Michael Landau? Was the artist kind of associated with that wah?
0: Um, no, he was associated with the volume pedal, which was a redone Boss volume pedal.
1: Who, who was the person associated with the wah then?
0: There wasn't really anyone.
1: There was somebody. There's definitely somebody. Okay. I thought it was Mike Landau, but I could be wrong. He
0: might have been associated with both. Yeah. I remember Mike Landau from the the volume pedal where everyone's like, that's a boss volume pedal. Mm. And he they changed, like, one, they added a buffer or something like that. No, it was, I can't remember. They did the, something. The, the
1: wall was, he claimed it was a whole circuit at one point, like original circuit. No. And, and gooped the board. Um, yeah. And we find out it's a bbe benoit and then he's like but which I, made, I have i, I made board. special transistor or uh, no it was an inductor special yeah. like, custom inductor and then you find out now he didn't even replace inductors
0: no it was a literally just a rebadge bbe benoit yeah which which the, they, are, they are phenomenal i have one i paid 60 dollars for it so i got a vertex law for 60 bucks
1: well I, let's there's uh the freakish blues right
0: was I that him? that wasn't him? That, that wasn't, was a different. That was company.
1: not Mason, but that was another example of rebound. Yeah.
0: Mike Mike Pierra brought that up, <laughs> um, but yeah, but like the biggest thing, the difference between uh, what the, what Vertex and Gear Supply is, Josh still has not made a public apology, and nope. if he tried to make restitution now, it's been what three four three years four years? Yeah, I mean it's been a while.
1: I mean, if for fraud liability is still something like. Statue of Limitations, like this is – they were in Nebraska, right?
0: Yes. Omaha, yes. Omaha,
1: so, so I don't actually know what the Statue of Limitations out there, but are, but I bet you it's longer than three years you can come and sue somebody.
0: But, I believe there's like – and there was also – someone was trying to do a class action lawsuit yeah. and get people signed up on it. Yeah, um, I don't
1: think anything ever happened to that, but – because that also no. felt like it was a fishing scheme. So –
0: uh, he was. Are you talking about like uh, just like, getting information? The, the,
1: the person who bought the website and made a form for you to fill in information on a. Uh, oh you okay? You, thing. Remember that because so, they yeah, actually yeah. bought over the Gear Supply Company website.
0: Yeah, that was. Yeah, I don't know, but I mean, I just think that uh, I, I, it's just it's too much. It's too close to home. I'll never do business with anyone that does business with him strictly out of pure principle um i i and... think this
1: would be different if josh suddenly joined some just doing social media for somebody like wampler like an established brand they're like yeah look he's just a social media person just doing that and that's what he's doing but the fact that it's a kickstarter company oh the extra association there just makes everything so much worse and it, it makes people feel guilt like see guilt immediately you know, it's a difference between a guy, guy ran himself into the ground and now has to humbly work for somebody else, you know? Yeah. There are tears of this. But right now there's a community not willing to accept Josh Couture back. And some people might not, I mean, or might not think this is a thing because like they weren't personally affected by it or they don't have personal investment and they don't have, they don't have a friendship um, that's connected with it and the guitar market's way bigger than the few little Facebook groups were in too. So but
0: but um, the thing is that those few little Facebook groups and have and even influencers going, <clears throat> they have influencers and also the people who like you know, people are gonna be like there's millions of guitar players. Okay, yeah the people who mm-hmm. go to guitar center like once every six months to have the guitar center restring their strings those aren't the people who are doing kickstarters and indiegogos it's it's uh, people you don't
1: you don't know you really don't know i okay. mean so just just, just the for odds of it sake, are... like the gear supply company had what i counted it was like 120 backers unique backers yeah. to get that going the the, yeah. the cast audio one has more than 500 unique backers
0: on theirs well they must have someone influencing and hacking their growth
1: maybe but like there's also their products appealing to people that we're not in the same community as. I think that's a big thing to just remember.
0: Well, our community is better than their community.
1: Maybe. (laughs) <laughs> but I mean here's the other the, the 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 last thing I think I have to say because I want to wrap this up because uh I warned you about something about an hour ago and it that time is coming. Um Oh, geez, I know what that
0: is. <laughs> yeah, well, Scott's got a tinkle.
1: <laughs> yeah, Scott Scott had a Coke Zero at like three in the afternoon and the caffeine's working its way through. Um
0: Scott's gotta take the piss.
1: Yep. Uh I honestly I think that one of the biggest things this is gonna affect is actually This company's relationship with the established influencers
0: who they a lot of the
1: established influencers who will say, No, I don't want to be associated with that,
0: right? Because the people who are doing the demos and all that, they definitely have a a community that they're um,
1: in a lot of the same community groups we're in,
0: right? So, if they want that, if they want to hack that growth, they're gonna have to hack off that fucking wart. I feel like, Josh award.
1: a Okay, you did not need to clarify that anymore because now,
0: now you now you have to do more than pee.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's wrap this up.
0: All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, this has been an awkward ending, um, but yeah. Anywho, uh, go to patreon.com. slash we'll The and give us money. That'd be real nice. Okay. Have you seen that? T- have you seen the TikTok guy? He's like the old mountain guy. He's like, yeah, and then you go, you gotta go in. And sometimes you got to be where you don't want to be, but then you got to be there. If you don't want to be there, then you got to be somewhere, and that's where you get where you want to be. And you just don't know really you wanted to be there.
1: Are you intentionally dragging this out because you know I have to use a bathroom?
0: <laughs> Maybe. All right, guys. <laughs> go, thanks for supporting the show. We love you guys. Uh, Scott tolerates you. I love you. Um, I love you more than he does. So uh, go to theeffectsloop.com. It's got the links to all of our cool stuff. Go to facebook.com slash group slash theeffectsloop, and you can join the conversation there. It's been really cool because we've had people actually participating now that I'm not on Facebook. I got three days, and I'm out, mother effas. So for the effects loop, I'm Diaz.
1: Hot dogs are sandwiches.
0: Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> Bye.
2: Why is negativity always drawing out? Picture every visualize love, energized lives together, together. We undefeated. A plan to make well there's no plus needed. When we weed into the mindset of achieving and believing in community that remains happy. the after the world should be one. Hate annihilated, every heart is one. Love again. So, so bye.
1: am i quiet
0: you're never quiet is that supposed
1: to be mean or i was actually trying to be practical
0: both okay i mean it was truthful and truthful (laughs) truth hurts man
2: (laughs) truth hurts